0: At Bank of Ireland, you don't have to talk face-to-face. Our mortgage team are happy to talk
1: FaceTime to FaceTime and give you all the info you need. From how to get started to how much to save. FaceTime our mortgage team to talk about a personalised mortgage that's right for you.
0: When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms, and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. You ever get mad at somebody that didn't invite you somewhere, even though you wouldn't have went if they did? Does that count? Can you still get mad at them? I wouldn't have went either way, but invite me. And I know I'm the kind of person that speaks out of both sides of his mouth on this. Kind of like the person who drives and every time somebody's driving slow, you're like, yo, get out the way, slow ass. But then as soon as somebody passes you, you're like, wow, speed racer, really? Because <laughs> your speed is right. So for this, I'm the same way. I, I'm not gonna invite you for a third time if I've already invited you twice. That's it, you get two times. If you don't come the first two times, I'm not inviting you anymore, it's a waste of an invite. Why would I do that? But at the same time, if I'm the other person, I don't care if I don't come 20 times invite me (laughs) I'm worth being invited every time I'm never going to come but invite me I see nothing wrong with this matter of fact I take it a step further if I'm ever about to go somewhere with somebody and I really don't want to go I try not to cancel I try I try to wait till last minute to cancel because I just don't like canceling on people even though it's probably not the best thing to do to wait last minute but I tried my best not to cancel. So if you happened to cancel before me and I wanted to cancel already, instead of hitting you with the, oh, my God, I'm happy that you've done this because I wanted to cancel too. No, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm like, wow, I can't believe you did this. I was so excited. I waited weeks. I bought new sneakers. I couldn't wait. I can't believe you would do this knowing I was going to cancel too. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you feel bad. Why am I like this? I have questions. Another one. Can you hate somebody that you're in love with? <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> am, am, no? Am I the only one who's ever thought that was a thing? You can't hate someone that you're in love with? Okay. Never mind. Welcome to In The Moment. go, go. Go, go, this is a moment in everything go, and everything is a moment show. I talk about the comedy shiver, at all. If okay, this is your first time, welcome to the Funniest Podcast shiver, you've never day, heard. Day, you I mean, I'm the day, in the like favorite comedian moment, shiver, your money. And you know back. We don't Shout out to all my regular listeners. Episode 38. I am a day late on recording so you probably will be a day late on receiving. But if I didn't say anything, you probably wouldn't even have noticed so you cannot hold it against me. I'm in here. This week is going by a little quicker than the last week. I'm excited about that it's a better week i hope this week has been good for you too i got a lot to get into in a little bit of time um few things i'm mad at i always subscribe to some shit that i forget to cancel (laughs) does anybody else do this this is like a thing for me i just realized it like they always get me with the same move yo you can subscribe to our channel to watch this one show that you like, and then you can cancel in 30 days and never have to pay it again. I'll have that app for 10 years, and I just wanted to watch one show. Somebody emailed me the other day, and I saw the charge. I probably miss it every month, but I finally saw it. It was like 2 dollars and I was like, I'm not subscribed to anything that costs $2.99. What the hell is this? And I clicked it. It's an app that's just been on my phone. I think I bought it for like one instagram post and i was supposed to cancel it i had the app for 24 years i had that app before instagram <laughs> oh man that app did charged me 174 dollars or something probably i don't know what's going i always forget i download disney plus just to watch black is king and then now disney plus is just a part of my life that's how they get me why am i the person that they get I'm mad as hell. That little $2.99 add up after 10 years. I always forget I'm irresponsible. I got to forget to unsubscribe to something. Don't let them catch you with the move because they've done it to me. (sighs) Ah. What else am I mad at? Another thing I'm mad at, I was watching NBA basketball. um, And shout out to the NBA because they really are doing this right. And I'm loving the whole March Madness schedule. You get NBA games at 1 in the afternoon. It's crazy. But I saw something happen the other day that reminded me of my younger basketball days. And it always pissed me off because I never understood it. If you've played any kind of sports in your life, you probably can relate to this. When a player is at the free throw line. And he has two shots, and his team is down two with 10 seconds left. Why does the guy always come over and go, yo, we need these? (laughs) Fam, I'm aware. I, I can count. I realize how important these two shots I'm about to take are. I don't need you to remind me. Why did you walk your little ass over here to tell me that we need these when I'm very well aware of the situation I'm in? How is that supposed to help? Why does that teammate always think that coming over here and slapping me on the ass and telling me, hey, these shots will determine the rest of our lives? We need these. Fam. If you don't take your ass back to half court, I'm cool. I knew the pressure that was on me before I stepped up here. This is a free throw line. I shouldn't have to pay for the fact that I'm here. Don't touch me on the ass and don't tell me we need these. I'm like, what? I never enjoyed that. They'll say it to the star of the team, too. Yo, I know that you got us here. Like, literally, you're the only reason we're here. You carried us, and I would never even be this far if it weren't for you. But if you miss these two shots, or even one of them, it doesn't matter. Nothing you've done before this will actually be relevant. You have to hit these. But don't worry about the fact that I came over to slap you on the ass and tell you. Just take your time and shoot your shot. We need these. I I don't even want him on the team. What, what the hell does he think is going to change? In my focus, that he felt the need to tell me that. I'm lost on it. Just something else I'm mad at. Last thing I'm mad at so, Kristen brought up a point on the Burt Show this week that I didn't think about, and it hit the nail on the head. She said she was happy that people were not going live on Instagram as much as they were at the beginning of the quarantine. And I laughed because I'm like, that is such a fact. I forgot about the time when I would go on my Instagram. And half of the bubbles in my little bubble timeline would be lit up red because somebody else decided to go live. It was <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like everybody thought they had a TV show when the quarantine first happened. And at first it was cool. I wasn't mad at people going live. I'm just mad that my notifications, I, I, they weren't set up for that. So every time somebody went live, it would pop up on my phone regardless of what I was doing. And I could have been texting my mom or something trying to see how she doing. Next thing I know, I'm in Laquisha's live and she's on the patio with Ebony and twerking and I'm like I didn't I didn't mean to be here. I just I wanted to say hello to my mom. It's you end up places you don't really mean to be and you never would have been in life with just one click. And I remember one time my homeboy, he's a DJ. I'm not going to blow him up, but I guess he had just started his live. And I clicked on it. It was an accident. I was trying to click on something else and it popped up. The next thing I know, I was in his live, right? And I'm like, okay. But then I looked and I'm like, oh, that's my man. He's DJing. And I stayed for about 30 seconds just to see what he was going to do, like what moves he had. And next thing I know, he was like, yo, shout out to Mo. My man, Mo Mitch, is in the building from the Burke Show killing it in Atlanta. He came all the way through to see me. Da 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 fam no one is here i looked up i was the only one in his life it was just me that's it and he's like going on and on giving my whole bio yo he's a comedian in atlanta he's doing big things if you don't i said fam it's just me (laughs) you're giving me my bio i know me there's literally no one else here why are you doing this And he gave me the most amazing shout out I've ever received. And no one heard it. It was incredible. He gave me accomplishments I forgot I had. And no one will ever hear about it. And I looked up and I said, okay, it's only me. He's shouting me out. And it's like one in the morning. I don't even know why I'm here. This is nasty. And I just left. I panicked and I exited out of his life. And I said, no one will ever know this happened. I will never have to speak of this. And the next thing I know, I go on Instagram, and now the video is on his grid. And everyone is seeing him shout me out on his live. And everyone can also see that I was the only one there. This is nasty. I know people had to be thinking to themselves, what the hell is Mo doing in this dude's live at 1 in the morning by himself while he's spinning Erica Badu? This wasn't supposed to happen in my lifetime. And then I thought to myself, okay, well, at least he posted it on his grid. It's embarrassing, but at least all of these people who will think I'm by myself, maybe half of them will follow me. No! Every other picture on his grid or video had 10,000 likes. Mine had 346. (laughs) No one cared. No one cared that Mo got a shout-out when Mo was the only one in the live from this DJ. This is nuts. So I think all his followers now think that Mo is some kind of creep who would just sit in his live and listen to Eric Obadu on a Saturday night. It's an accident, man. I couldn't get out fast enough. Don't ever give me a shout out in your live when I'm the only one there. Why the hell would you do that? No, thank you. Yo, it's Mo from the Birch. No, it's not. No, it's not actually. It's anyone else. Huh, thanks for that now shout out to my man i ain't gonna blow you up but you know who you are don't ever shout me out on your live again while i'm by myself uh what else shout out to desmond <laughs> listener of the burt show listener of the podcast he just got engaged uh he had a whole like surprise set up for his now fiance and one of the surprises was a video from myself he went on cameo he hired me if you have not done that yet and you need a video i'm on there holla at your boy and uh, i did my thing i hope she enjoyed it i think he got videos from the rest of the Burt show as well i'm not sure if they did their part but i uh, i know he is now engaged and that's an amazing thing you seem like a great guy doing such a wonderful thing for your girl you're now fiance so shout out to you congratulations to y'all wish y'all the best that was dope all right uh let's get down to business first things first shout out to jason Wright. Uh, He just became the first black president in NFL history. He is now the president of the Washington football team. Um, Yeah, so I won't go into all of the things about the NFL that disappoints me. This is a moment where we'll just focus on the positive and celebrate the fact that we now have a black president in the NFL. And it's been a long time coming. It obviously took too long, but we're here. Let's focus on that. I ain't gonna lie. As a black man, I was proud. I was happy. Shout out to Jason Wright, former football player and climbed his way up, and now he's a president. That's amazing, right? Then there's that little comedian part of me that felt like, of all the teams, <laughs> I think there are 32 teams in the NFL. We finally get a team to hire a black man as a president. And it just happened to be the one team out of those 32 that doesn't have a name. <laughs> Why? Why? Why, every time we get a little something, they got to come with an asterisk, man. <laughs> Look, so if you're not familiar, <laughs> the Washington football team used to be called the Washington Redskins. And in light of the recent times, they have decided to change their name because of the racial undertones that was involved, which is cool. So they haven't come up with a new name yet. So now they're just the Washington football team. That's literally their name, the Washington football team. And in this moment, they happen to be the first team to name a black man a president. Why? Now, don't get me wrong. A part of this might be because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. If you know me, you know that diehard lifelong. And Washington happens to be one of our biggest rivals, if not our biggest rival. And I'm already mad that they happen to be the team to do it. But you're going to do it at a time when you don't have a name. Don't name that man the president when you don't have a name yourself. Yo, man, what team you the president of? Yo, the football team. Nah, I know that, but which one? Nah, dude, seriously, the football team. Yo, why you playing with me, fam? Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Packers, Raiders. Which one? Nah, not a football team. Couldn't have been the Patriots, Lions, Bears, oh my. Oh, that's the football team. <laughs> that is, that's not gonna sound right in video games. It's the Bears versus the football team. <laughs> Which one? As imagine asking somebody, "Yo, you the best player on the football team?" That's literal now. Oh, it's disgusting of all the teams. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, I'm half joking, I'm half dead serious But nonetheless man, seriously Shout out to Jason Wright, that is an amazing feat And finally we have a black president In the NFL, that's dope Alright, let's get to Steve Harvey Having his nuggets out in Chick-fil-A um, <laughs> uh, If you if you haven't seen the picture Well In the picture, Steve Harvey Has two things hanging out One, he, he has his nuggets Hanging out and He has um like a plastic bag Hanging out Of his pocket, like a Ziploc bag. And he went viral for both reasons. And the thing is, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why Kanye West is meeting with Steve Harvey. I know they both had their interactions with Donald Trump. I don't know if that had something to do with it. I was more interested as into why Kanye West took a picture of just Steve Harvey. Number one. I thought that was weird. Take a picture together or just don't take a picture you're like you're a celebrity too fam i don't it's not like you hyped to be with steve harvey or kanye west i thought that was awkward i don't know why steve harvey let him take the picture he clearly didn't know his nuggets was out his private parts was all out he looked like he was slumped over and you know he was very comfortable and i don't think chick-fil-a realized that they had a two-piece available that day but they did if somebody would have walked in and said hey i want the two-piece they would have said we don't have that and then someone would have said yes you do right over there that's already nasty to have your nuggets out in the lord's house then he had the ziploc bag in his pocket and it got people to wondering. well what would you keep in a ziploc bag in your pocket not a lot of things you would bring into the lord's house for those of you that are not aware chick-fil-a is almost church they just have sandwiches i mean you can't just bring things in chick-fil-a that you would normally bring in another fast food place somebody did message me and say hey you know steve smokes cigars and he might have that's probably where he puts the cigar after he's done smoking it because of the smell and that's probably true that's actually a very good explanation it makes sense for a cigar smoker to do that but i much rather enjoy the idea that steve had cocaine hanging halfway out of his pocket at chick-fil-a that's just a better story i don't know why this person (laughs) felt the need to ruin what was such a great story with logical truth. I don't need that. I much rather believe that that was a pound of weed hanging out of Steve Harvey's pocket. That's just me. Because then I can be the guy who says, hey, no more of the God videos and telling us how amazing you think your journey is because of God when you were in Chick-fil-A with nuggets out and cocaine in your pocket. That I don't want to hear that anymore. I would like to be able to get that joke off so don't email me with logical truth and ruin my joke now will smith and lisa ray oh let's talk about it so lisa ray is an actress and most of us are familiar with will smith who was also an actor and I don't want to go all over the whole Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, August, Alcina entanglement situation. If you are not familiar, please Google it. It has been going on for a while. And a lot of us have been wondering, is Will Smith going to get revenge? Should he get revenge? And does he even need to get revenge? Because he might have been doing his own thing the entire time. Doesn't matter. Here's the thing, people. Will did not get caught. Jada did. In an entanglement with August. And now Lisa Ray, actress, mostly known for the Players Club, at least that's where I knew her from, all of the young kids had a crush on Diamond from the Players Club back in the day. She has now come out in an interview and said she wouldn't mind having a little entanglement
1: with Mr. Smith. Who would you really want in your life? And you don't have to say the name, but describe this person that you would want. Oh, I can Ooh. tell you right now. Okay. Will Smith. Oh, Interesting. girl. You can't oh, pick wow. him.
0: I, I, why come my king? Because he's married. We can have you, an entanglement. You, Lisa Ray, you so Chicago. Why come my king? Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said what type? I'm saying a Will oh, Smith that? type. Okay, okay. You know, God. like he's so charming. Type? He's he rich. Yeah. He's uh, uh, poetic. He's yeah. a philanthropist. He's a humanitarian. He's yes. a great
1: dad. Mm-hmm. I will, I don't know. Them kids is kind of. okay sherry i'm just gonna go to you so we can stop this train
0: (laughs) all right there's obviously a few things we need to discuss here number one being is lisa ray wrong yes um she's not wrong for saying that will is the type of man that she wants but for actually saying she have an entanglement with him yeah she's wrong of course she is he's married who cares He has to do it. (laughs) Look, Will is my guy. And revenge is a dish best served cold. That's a fact. But revenge is also never just served up on a plate like this. This is perfect. This is Diamond from the Players Club. Lisa Ray asked if she could have an entanglement with Will in August. She didn't say this in July, and she certainly didn't let September get here. She said it in August. It's perfect. Will, you got to do it. It's the only way, and you got to bring it to the red table after the talk about it. I'm telling y'all right now, if Will Smith doesn't find a way to entangle with Lisa, I can't, I can't. I'm not gonna be a fan anymore But I can't actually say that Because he's a married man and it's not right But we all know that they got some whole little thing going on Okay I don't know what the thing is But it's a thing and it's going on And if the thing happens to be going on anyway Then I don't see anything wrong with Willie Entangling with uh, Lisa Ray in August That's all I'm saying and, and 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 now we're even He's been looking for the payback And the payback just has just knocked at your door It must be nice to be Will Smith. How many times revenge just come looking for you? (laughs) Most of us go out looking for revenge. Revenge just said, you're (laughs) this way. If you've never seen Players Club, go back and watch Players Club. Don't judge Lisa Ray until you see her performance as Diamond. And this is a Diamond in the rough. And it's been rough for Big Willie style all in him. He has to get jiggy with it. In other news, Stacey Dash's husband came out and said he was hypnotized. And that's why he married her. (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with this. I feel like I was hypnotized in most of the relationships I've been in in my life. And that's why I was there too. So what do people think is so funny? Not to mention a lot of people was mesmerized and hypnotized by Stacey Dash back in the day. Let's be honest, until she uh, started showing us who Stacey Dash really is. But if this is her fourth marriage and the way that he has to get out of it is saying that he was hypnotized, Stacy, baby. Oh, <laughs> well, starting to think it's you. I mean, after a while, if two, three, four leave you, you got to start looking at the excuses, the reasons why they're saying they're leaving to figure out what's going on here. And if the fourth one is saying he's leaving because of hypnosis, oh, Stacy, they all dashing. <laughs> 40-yard dash. This is some sprinters in your life. I know it, Stacy. I don't know what's going on around there. I'm clueless. But I know it's got something to do with Stacey. I tell you that much. The only thing that better be running faster than the men out of Stacey Dash's life is Will Smith toward wherever Lisa Ray is. That's just how I feel. I am telling you. With Will Smith money, I would have been where Lisa Ray is 10 minutes after that interview. That's all you would have heard. Lisa. <laughs> What, what'd you say? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, I'd have told Jada I'd be right back. Something came up. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say, man. Will deserves an entanglement, okay? He's an old one. In other news, I got to address this Meg the Stallion and Tory Lane situation a little bit. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with it by now. The problem is... All this time, we have still been trying to figure out the details of what exactly happened between these two on those nights. It seems apparent that Tori shot her, but Meg never actually came out and said it until now. I guess she's feeling the heat um, from people who don't believe her and have a lot to say about her situation, which is sad because if you don't know Meg Thee Stallion's background, she's, uh, she's had it really hard. I mean, she's lost a lot of her family, practically all of her family. A lot of the people who love her, a lot of the people who were close to her, who she grew up around, are no longer with her. So she's handled a lot on her own. And it's obvious that she has not adjusted as quickly as she probably would like to. And she's probably trusted some people she should not have trusted. She's been around some of the wrong people. And she got caught up in this situation with Tori. And until recently, we haven't actually heard Meg just come out and say the words Tori shot her here's my thing with this uh first things first there are people that are online that are saying meg is a snitch that that has to stop that's ridiculous and this is why i'm very glad that adults still use social media <laughs> so that we can have actual conversation and logical dialogue about these things but you are not a snitch if you are a civilian people have to understand that snitching comes into play when you are indeed involved in criminal activity when you are in the streets When you are making those kind of moves with people and then y'all all all go down and you put another man under the bus so that you can go free. That is snitching. It's not snitching if you just walking down the street as a law-abiding citizen. You get shot and you go to the police and tell them who shot you. That is not snitching. Meg is not a snitch. She was not in the streets. I personally think Meg should have came out and said something sooner. I respect the fact that Meg didn't because I understand it. Meg is probably from those circles. Where she doesn't go to the police She mentioned she was afraid to go to the police as a black woman right now I understand that A lot of times when you grow up in that environment You're taught not to Snitch or open your mouth So she probably did have it in the back of her mind That she was going to be looked at as a snitch If she said something But that's fake news This man shot a woman You shouldn't shoot a woman, you shouldn't shoot anybody You certainly shouldn't shoot a woman that has entrusted You to be in your presence I mean, I feel for Meg because she shouldn't have to feel like she has to tell y'all what happened. If I were in her shoes, I wouldn't feel obligated to tell anybody what happened to me. You'll find out. But I understand why the pressure is getting to her. Meg, I also want her to understand she should have said something sooner. I believe people would have been a little quicker to support her and to jump on her side. And to jump at Tory Lane's had she come out immediately and said she was shot now let's not forget when this whole situation first happened Meg gave a different report to the police she said that she stepped on glass so there was mixed messages in the beginning to where people wasn't exactly sure how they should move or what they should think I think that's why some people held back on judgment if Meg would have came out and said this from the jump I do think she would have got a little more support with that being said, I understand why she didn't do it. I don't know about her feelings for Tory Lanez. Maybe she's had feelings for him. Maybe she just wasn't sure what to do. Maybe it was her mindset was like, I'm going to just not say anything until I know what to say. I don't know. For whatever reason, she didn't say something. But now that she has, I don't think there's anything to talk about. Uh, T.I. has come out and said that he wants to hear from Tory Lanez. Bun B. has come out and defended Meg. And he wants to know what was on Tory Lanez's mind. I'm going to be honest. I can't think of a scenario to where Tory Lanez would say something and then I would go, oh, well, then I understand why you shot her. I don't see one. That's far fetched for me. I really don't think Tory Lanez needs to say anything. I'm not interested in why he shot Meg The Stallion while she was walking away from his truck. I just can't think of anything this man can tell me where I can understand why a man would do such a thing. I don't. I don't think we're going to get a Tory Lane statement. I'm pretty sure the first thing he did was lawyer up. And they told him not a word. So we're not going to hear from Tory. And if I were in his position, which I would never be, I would think that if you were to shoot a woman, you would have to have an incredible reason to have to have done so. The only one I could think of is that she was about to shoot you. But in that case, the first thing you're going to do is say that. You're going to say, hey, she was going to kill me. But he doesn't have that. Or that would have been said. His lawyers told him, don't say anything. Which tells me there's nothing good for him to say. (laughs) Why does T.I. or anybody else want to hear from Tory? What is there to hear? This whole cancel culture that people keep speaking of. If it were ever a time for it to actually work, the time is now. I'm not sure what being canceled is. I heard 50 Cent say the other day he can't be canceled because nowadays in order to be canceled, you either have to go to jail or you have to shoot a woman. To a certain extent, he's right because people were in the comments saying that 50 Cent is canceled and that guy with the rainbow hair that's doing all of the snitching is canceled and Trey Songs is canceled and the list goes on and on. Of all of these celebrities who have been canceled. Yet if I go to their Instagram or their Twitter right now. They still have millions of followers. I'm not sure how that's being canceled. We're just saying this in the comments. Because it's cute at this point. We're not really canceling anybody. But if we are. Well Tory Lane's got to be canceled. I mean. I don't really know what else there is to discuss in this situation. I don't want to hear about how short he is. How big Meg is. I don't want to hear about. None of that. There's no excuse for shooting a woman. Ever. Scarface didn't shoot women. And he shot everybody else. That's the line I remember the most from Scarface. After watching him kill 437 people, he said no women, no kids. I mean, that's been in the rule book forever. You don't shoot women. (laughs) I mean, just don't do it. You don't shoot kids. just don't do it you shouldn't shoot anybody but there are circumstances i can understand why you may have to shoot a man more so than i can understand why you'd have to shoot a woman not here for it not sure what else there is to be said about it wishing meg the best praying for her meg got a reason to be mad at a whole lot of people right now i'm not mad at meg for being mad at the people who had all of the jokes and thought everything was funny and did you know still was Doing songs with Tori or saying they was waiting to hear from Tori. I'm not mad at her. If Meg decides I'm still mad at all of y'all that want to apologize now, I ain't mad at her though. all. She it. Because if that's your sister, your aunt, your girlfriend, your mother, your grandmother, and they come to you and say, this man shot me, I don't know about y'all, but the first thing coming out of my mouth is not, what you do? It's not. <laughs> I I don't care what she did. I mean and I'm thinking to myself, I'm trying to look at it from a reasonable standpoint. This is not a man who appeared to have.
1: Is your mattress making noises? It never used to, or is it sagging causing you to, then it's time to get a new one. Get the best sleep at the best value with a Nectar mattress prices start at just $499 and you get $399 in accessories thrown in a 365 night home trial and a forever warranty go to NectarSleep.com
0: have these kind of issues in life I I wouldn't know, I'm not close to them and I never believe what I see from a distance but you're on top of the world fam successful, music is rocking famous, you got money you hanging out with the likes of meg the stallion and, and and kylie you in pools with kardashians what the hell would make you shoot anybody <laughs> with that much to lose what do you have to gain from shooting meg the stallion now if you're saying you want to hear from tory simply because you just want to put the puzzle together i understand that because i want to know what the reasoning too but i don't want to. i'm not asking for tory to say something knowing some I need you to explain this to me Because there's nothing to explain I'm just curious as to what could make a man In that situation throw it all away But the canceling has to be vicious Everybody was so ready to cancel Chris Brown But it's got to be 10 times that And the list goes on I, I, I mean This might be worse than what Rainbowhead did I'm not sure it's not And he's still got millions of followers And he's still getting millions of views on YouTube So what is canceling? Because if Tory Lanez finds a way to come out and say, hey, I shot this woman and didn't release a record and a million of y'all download it or goes on Instagram to talk about it and still has millions of followers, I don't want to hear nothing else about canceling. We could cancel canceling (laughs) because it's not a thing. It's not a thing. I don't follow Tory Lanez I, I I never have I never followed R. Kelly I never followed these people Who we claim that we are We have now canceled But millions of people do Who are these people? I'd like to know I know people who were brave enough to say I'm still gonna play R. Kelly Are these people gonna be brave enough to say They would still play Tory Lanez After what this man just did? This is domestic violence on a level I've never even heard of I, I, I've never even fathomed this As a man who loves all of the women in my life, I never thought to myself, imagine if a man shot one of your sisters. That's never even crossed my mind. That's insanity to me. Like this is the world we live in right now, 2020. I'm cool on this world. Has anybody like really sat down and tried to analyze the fact that this has happened? This is arguably the most popular female rapper in the game right now she's certainly top three tori lane's is one of the more popular r&b artists in the world right now as well and he shot her <laughs> what this is wild i've never seen anything like it i don't think we'll ever see anything like it again this is insanity and you couldn't have thought you were gonna get away with it i mean obviously you didn't think that was possible so you did it Knowing, eh, whatever happens, happens. I don't know what kind of drugs causes that. I don't know what kind of drinks causes that. I don't know. I'm I'm more concerned with Meg doing well than I am with what Tori has to say. That's just me. And um, I'll leave that there. So following the release of her latest album entitled B7, singer Brandy recently opened up with a shocking confession regarding her past mental health. Uh, She was in an interview, and she revealed that she has previously struggled with severe depression and even contemplated suicide. It's in People Magazine if you want to read more of the interview. This was important to me because mental health is important. And this is what I don't think some people really understand throughout these quarantine times especially is people are... Struggling and people are dealing with issues that you probably don't know or understand or don't care to. But you should consider that before you give opinions on the way that you see people move and the things that you see people do. And so I went to surprise my mother in Vegas. It was her birthday and my dad rented a suite for her and my family celebrated and I wasn't there uh, initially. And I felt like I had to be there because I was going through my own situations and dealing with my own things. And I miss my family. And it's very difficult to quarantine, uh, especially alone. I've heard a lot of people have opinions on how other people are handling the quarantine when they're not in the same situation that those people are in. Now, me personally, I try not to judge situations that I've never been in. That's just me. So if you are quarantining with a husband and kids or a wife and kids and a family, you probably don't know what it's like for somebody to quarantine alone. You probably have no idea because you haven't done it. So I try not to have opinions on people who have to find ways to uh, help themselves or deal with their mental health when I am not going through the same situation. So I personally didn't get any DMs or messages or anything or anyone saying anything negative about me to go see my mom But I guess Burke did and we spoke about it on the show And I didn't say much because honestly... I think hit dogs holler, and I didn't feel like a hit dog. For people who are complaining about the way that people are handling the pandemic, I understand it, but I think your energy should be guided towards the people who are going to parties, the people who are going to concerts, the people who are going to restaurants every day, the people who are going to amusement parks, the people who are traveling and being on beaches together. I think that's the list of people your anger should be guided toward. If your anger is guided toward me putting a mask on, socially distancing myself all the way to see my mom i'm gonna be honest with you i don't care (laughs) that may ruffle a feather or two but i am not interested in what your opinion is about me going to see my mother i'm just not i'm quarantining every day with the best of them staying to myself not seeing my friends i've not seen my grandmother i've not seen practically anyone and i'm doing it alone every day to the best of my ability but two times during this time yes i have put on a mask and i have gone to see my mother i will say this number one most of the people who are saying you shouldn't get on a plane probably haven't been on the plane number two most of the people who are saying mo why was mo in vegas you probably haven't been to vegas because you actually can social distance and travel it's possible You can get on a plane, sit by yourself, have your mask on, wash your hands, never touch anybody, never speak to anybody, never even be close to anybody and get to where you're going. And still even social distance with the people that you are going to see. It's possible. In Vegas, same thing. You don't have to be in a nightclub. You don't have to be in a casino. You don't have to be at the pool around everybody. There's a way you can be in Vegas and just enjoy the people you are with. Now, that's not for me to make excuses. That's just for me to say I think you should be a little more educated in making an opinion if you make an opinion on something that somebody is doing. Maybe you're judging it based upon what you normally think it is. And it's not that right now. That doesn't mean I think everybody should just get on a plane or go to Vegas. If that happens to be the situation of where it's going to take that for you to see your mom, who am I to stop you or judge you? Because God forbid, if something happens to my mom during these times and I didn't get to hug her at the time that I did, you're not going to console me. The person with the opinion is not going to be around to help me grieve with my mom. So why do you think your opinion is relevant when it comes to why I went to see my mother? It's not. That's just how I feel. I feel like I've been very responsible in the two times I've decided to travel. Uh, I I didn't give my mother COVID. I didn't catch COVID. So obviously it's possible if you are taking it seriously and moving in that way. And that's exactly what I've done. That's not to say that I don't understand the calculated risk that is involved every time you step out of your door. I completely do. But to me, the same way food is considered essential, sometimes family is for mental health, maybe not for physical health, but certainly for mental health. So, yes, some of us are fortunate enough to where we never have to leave to get groceries. Some of us are fortunate enough to where we never have to leave to be around family. But everybody's situation is different. And if it's not your situation, I just don't think you should judge it. Judge the people who are out here being irresponsible in ways that you can see. And it's obvious. Don't judge the people that are doing things like finding ways to see their mother. That's just my opinion. Again, moving on. This ties into something else that I feel like is important with me. My therapist told me one day that you don't waste words. And she liked that about me. And it's very true about me. I don't, which is why I get, I've gotten crushed for not speaking enough a lot in my life. And it's because I don't waste words. I think a lot of people do. They just, they'll, they'll spend an hour giving you five minutes of information with their words. I don't like to waste words. I don't believe in the whole, you have to talk all the time thing. I don't. I think sometimes you can watch you can learn and then when you give words, make sure they're worth something or you just eventually become the person who's just making a lot of noise and your opinion is no longer as relevant as you believe it to be. That's just how I see things. And there's two types of people in life. It's people who are going to sit on the sidelines and talk about all of the people who are actually doing something. So you're either going to be the person that's doing something or you're going to be the person that's talking about the people who are doing something. Which person are you? I personally don't like to be on the sidelines. Denzel Washington is an actor and a guy who is considered a icon in the culture and he does not speak much. But when he does, people listen. He's a great example of that and here is an interview that he just had and this is what he said in the interview. Hey, those who can do, those who can't talk about those who can. Yeah. I tweet, I say I need to come. You say down. it again. Send that out. Those who can do, those who can't talk about those who can. Yeah. Now can you? Or can you not? No, you just want to sit on the sideline to talk about other people. Or can you step up? Goes into what I'm saying, man. You either going to be the person that's actually doing or you're going to be the person that's talking about the people who are actually doing. I choose to be the person that's doing, not the person that's talking. And that's why the people who are talking don't typically affect what I'm doing. And you can decide who you want to be. It's, all, it's your world. But I'm never going to not see my mother based on the opinion of someone else. I feel like I have done everything that I've ever done in my life responsibly and that has not changed in recent times. Having one drink does not make you an alcoholic. Everything can be done responsibly, even this. And I am certainly doing it. And sometimes you have to prove things to people, sometimes you don't. Meg just posted videos of her foot to prove to strangers that she's been shot. I don't want to ever become that person. If you don't believe that I got shot, you don't believe it. I ain't showing you my foot while it's shot. This is not the first time you're going to see my feet. No. No. They don't believe it. <laughs> it ain't affecting you. But I don't know. That's the world we live in, social media. Everybody's got an opinion, but everybody don't have an actual answer or a solution. But for me personally, I don't judge people who are in situations I'm not in. I can't tell you what to do with your kids because I don't have kids. Can't tell you what to do with your husband because I don't have a husband. And I can't tell you how to spend your quarantine if I'm not in your situation. All you can ask is that people be responsible, wear a mask, and do your best to play your part. Outside of that, man, some people just love to find a reason to be mad or a reason to be loud. But it is what it is. All right, let's get into the moments of the week. Wildest moment of the week. Y'all, I got on the elevator the other day, and I was trying to go get some mail. And I got the mail. I got back on the elevator. I got to the second floor, and it opened. And this guy walks in. And I promise y'all, he's soaking wet. He's soaking wet. But it's just the bottom half of his body. I mean, he is dripping, but the top half of his body is completely dry. It's not raining outside. The pool was not open. Can somebody please explain to me why this man got on the elevator from the second floor and went to the fifth floor with half of his body soaking wet? I mean, like, it made no sense to me. And he walked in and just stared at me the whole ride. He's looking at me. I'm looking back at him and I'm trying to figure out why the fuck we both looking at each other. I don't know why it's happening. But at the same time, I can't stop looking because I feel like if I take my eyes off him, something might happen and I need to be prepared because I don't know if he's like Aquaman, H2O man, half wet body man. I don't know what man he is, but something is going on. I've asked a few of my friends no one can explain to me why the hell this man got on the elevator half wet think about it what happened on the second floor where he gets on an elevator half wet goes to the fifth floor and pretends nothing happened so the fifth floor right we get to the top and like the door opens and he's trying to let me go and i'm like now you go first fam i'm not giving you my back i'm not giving any man that's half soaking wet my back i would never do that And then that was like this awkward three seconds and then the door starts closing back and I'm about to let it close and then finally he grabs it and then he starts just walking away and you just hear like his wet slides just every step and I'm like I will never know what this man is going through what just happened and you just see his footprints just from the elevator all the way down the other hall. And he was going the way I was supposed to be going, but I went the other way. I'm not going that way. Not anymore, wet man. He has now become a person that I have met, and years from now, I'm going to look back and wonder what the hell happened to them. <laughs> y'all ever do that with people? You just wonder where they are in life now? There's a few people in my life like that. Like the one time I ended up in jail, I just promise y'all I didn't do it. I was just, my, my best friend got in a fight. I was trying to defend him. And I met a guy in there with one leg. And he had the most interesting story of my life. And I just wonder where he is now. I'm going to tell you all that story just at another time. Um, most reflective moment of the week. I'm watching this show called In the Dark. Right. And I've said that it's weird because it's a show. It's a great show. I love it. But I just wouldn't recommend it. Because <laughs> it's like it's corny. But I love it. So I wouldn't recommend it. But it's great. And it's the main character. She's blind. And she finds herself in situations that you'd have to ask yourself, I I can't believe that a blind person would end up here. And how does it feel to be blind in that situation? And it just kind of forces you to always empathize with her and relate to her because you're just like, I I, I mean, I have a whole new respect for blind people and what they must go through. I can't I, I can't close my eyes and find my way to my kitchen from my bed. And I'd make that same route every single day. I probably still couldn't do it. I'd struggle. And she does so many things. And I don't want to give anything away because you'd have to watch it. But there is one part that made me wonder how I would react as a man in this situation. And imagine if you as a man fell in love with a blind woman, right? Or if you as a woman fell in love with a blind man. And it didn't work out. And she moved on. And she now has a new man. Are you struggling with that? Like, I thought to myself, is that easier to deal with or is it harder? Because you have, half of you has to be like, damn, the blind girl didn't even like me. She can't even see me and I'm still trash. But then the other part of you has to be like, but at least I don't have to live feeling like she left me for this guy because he looks better. But is that even a better thing? Is it easier to get over? Damn, you chose him over me? Why? I just to myself didn't know if that was better or not. Most petty moment of the week. I thought of this moment that was so petty, but it was hilarious. In my last relationship, every time we used to go work out together, I would ask her to carry my keys because she had pockets and I didn't have any pockets. And then one day we went to go work out And I went to hand her my keys. And she was like, I can't. And I was like, what you mean you can't? And I looked down at her pants. This girl had went and bought pants that didn't have a pocket simply so she wouldn't have to carry my keys anymore. And I thought to myself, that was brilliant. Damn it, Petty White. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Somebody ever hit you with something so petty, you just got to go, wow. That's something I would have (laughs) done. You went and bought a whole new pants. Just so you wouldn't have to carry my keys. You really petty pendergrass? But I get it. Ellen mad at it. Sometimes you got to take your own medicine. Um, Message of the week, and then I'm going to get out of here. I didn't want to talk about this. I'm tired of talking about it, to be honest. Yeah, we have to. So... Let's do it. Um, Pretty sure you're familiar with the Jacob Blake shooting by now. He was shot in the back seven times by a police officer whose name is Rustin Shesky. In front of his three children who were all in his truck. I'm going to say this. As a black man, I'm just tired of talking about it. Tired of having to explain it. Tired of people trying to justify it. It's very easy to say what a black man should or should not do when he is pulled over by the police. When a police officer has guns to his head or when a police officer is giving him instruction. Like, I'm going to try not to go too deep into a lot of this. I'm going to just try to scratch the surface to, to keep it simple for the people who still can't understand it. Because in my mind, right now... There's really only two types of people. There are the people who get it, and there are the people who don't. So the people who get it, they're just as tired as I am. The people who don't, most of them we're never going to change. But if there's just one or two of you who may be listening and still not get it, I'm just going to scratch the surface for you. If you pay attention, the people who have an opinion on what black people should do when we are approached by police officers are not black. There's a reason for that. We know what it's like. It's very easy to sit there and say he should have done this and he should not have done this. What should Breonna Taylor have done? What should Tamir Rice have done? There is case after case after case, name after name after name of black people who have been murdered by the police and they were not criminals And they were not resisting arrest. Y'all don't ever want to address that. I see that on Twitter a lot. You get the person who has the one comment. Well, if he would have just done what the police asked him to do, he wouldn't have got shot. So then that comment is always followed up by 10 or 11 names of black people who did everything the police asked them to do or just happened to be sleeping. And they were murdered as well. Y'all don't ever double up on your response, though. I've still yet to see it. I've personally been in situations where I did everything the police officer asked me to do, and it didn't matter because I was already looked at it as a criminal as soon as he pulled up. But you wouldn't understand that now, would you? I see a lot of people saying what happened when that white kid was killed. Well, the person who did it was arrested immediately. Charged. We'll probably never see daylight again. What more do you want? There was no investigation. There was no leave of absence. Arrested. Charged. It's exactly what we're asking for. I see a lot of people say, well, he was a criminal. He had a criminal record and a warrant. Well, here's the thing. Who cares? Neither of those things are punishable by death or by attempted execution. None of them. Even if the man was a serial killer. I know serial killers who were brought in and taken to prison. Without being executed or shot in the back seven times. So I don't even understand why that's the point. I don't. You got people who say, well, he should have just listened to the police. Let's go back to that for a second. Okay. So the 17-year-old kid who had the AK-47. And people were telling the police. Well, there's your murderer. He just murdered two people. He walked right past the police. The police didn't bother him. It was another white man who had an AK-47, had a full-on shootout with the police. I would say that's not listening to the police if you're sitting there having a shootout with him. He was shot in the ass and taken to jail. One wasn't shot in the back seven times. There was another man who spit in the face of the police. These videos are all on YouTube. Look them up. Look them up. There's a few times white people that literally wrestled with the police. One looked like a WWE event. It literally looks fake. He didn't get shot in the back or executed. He wasn't listening to the police either. But no one justifies that. (laughs) Even go back to the 17-year-old kid with the AK-47 who the police were giving water when they saw him walking around with a gun that size looking to shoot someone to defend his property. But yet Tamir Rice was shot for having a toy gun. Let him roam freely. He ends up killing two people and injuring another. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if he were black if it went that way. Just being honest people You don't have to be black to understand what's going on here You don't have to be black to be outraged You don't have to be black to feel this pain You just have to have a pulse That's it This is not black versus white This is everybody versus racism That should be more obvious now than ever You have to be able to see this Or you just don't want to If you watched a police officer Kneel on someone's neck for 8 minutes Until they killed that person You should have felt some way about that If you didn't something's wrong with you. Athletes are now speaking out. A lot of people owe Kyrie Irving an apology. He said we shouldn't have played a long time ago. He got killed for it. Now the NBA postponed some games. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks for being the first team to step out and say, hey, we're not going to play tonight. They're going to continue with the playoffs and that's fine. But Draymond Green had a message for people saying, why can sports wait? We too have a job to do. The people in the NBA are protesting partially because they're using that platform to do good i think a other part of that is they don't feel like playing basketball right now waking up every day watching to have another black person murdered for nothing draymond and you're not in the playoffs (laughs) why are you talking you're not the guy who has to play through this but then you got the people who jump up and say hey well look at those guys why do black people say they're not loved in this country when they're athletes and they're millionaires do you realize the percentage of black people you are referring to when you make that statement?" That's less than 1% of the population. It's a whole lot more black people who don't have a voice, just have the experiences. Who don't have the money, just have the hardships. I guarantee you that's a bigger percentage. We don't want to discuss those people. The facts are there. I promise you black people are not making this up. I promise you black people are not asking for anything more than just to be equal and for people to follow the Constitution. That is not asking for a lot. If you don't see it, you don't want to see it. And it's that simple. I give you a perfect example. After the 17 year old, I don't even want to say his name, but after he killed those two people and injured one, here's what the Kenosha police chief, Daniel Miskin has had to say about the incident.
1: Persons who were out after the curfew became engaged in some type of disturbance and, and persons were shot. Everybody involved was out after the curfew. I'm, I'm not gonna make a great deal of that, but the point is the curfew's in place to protect had persons not been out involved in, in violation of that, perhaps the situation that, that unfolded would not have happened. Um, so the last night, a 17-year-old individual from Antioch, Illinois, was involved in the use of firearms to reserve, to, excuse me, to, uh, to resolve whatever conflict was in place. The result of it was two people are dead. This is not a police action. This is not the action, I believe, of those who set out to do protests. It is, involved, it is the persons who were involved after the legal time, involved in illegal activity that brought violence to this community.
0: This is where we are. <laughs> How can you lack this much empathy and compassion for what actually happened? This man is talking about a curfew. This is victimizing at its finest. I have never seen this level of victim blaming. Whose abusive father and husband is this? Oh, if you just wouldn't have been out past curfew, you wouldn't have got shot. Okay, but wasn't the dude who did the shooting out past curfew too, homeboy? Oh, but he had the privilege to be, right? Maybe if this man didn't walk around with an AK-47, they wouldn't have got shot. Maybe if y'all didn't let him walk around with an AK-47, he wouldn't have got shot. Maybe if the fact that you guys supposed to be 18 to have an AK-47 in the first place was actually held up as it should have been, he wouldn't have got shot. Maybe if y'all ain't get this man some water and hydrate him before he went out there and started to shoot at innocent people, they wouldn't have got shot. Maybe if he wasn't racist, and it wasn't so much hate in this world, he wouldn't have got shot. But we ain't gonna address that. We won't talk about curfew. They shouldn't have been outside because of curfew. <laughs>
1: That's
0: some of the most disgusting shit I've ever heard in my life. All these excuses. How many more? Guys like this man is a big part of the problem. You are the problem. You could have easily have took that man's rifle and sent him home. Make him abide curfew. But you don't want to address the person doing the shooting. You want to address the people who got shot. And y'all telling me y'all don't see the difference in that. We should be equal. But it ain't that black and white when you're black. Fact. Say what you want, but say it from experience. Or It's irrelevant. Before you tell someone what they should do, before you speak on what a black person should do the next time a cop has a gun to their head, be a black person that has experienced being in that situation. Because for anyone that's ever had a gun to their head, whether you're black, white, or whatever else, I promise you, it don't feel like what you think it feels like. It ain't like the movies. You may think you would do a whole lot of things that you probably wouldn't do. That's just like the people who say, oh, I wish I was on that flight at 9-11. I would have did so much. Yeah, you won't even tell somebody that says something bad about you at work how you actually feel about them. You wasn't jumping up doing nothing. (laughs) Somebody always prepared to talk about what they would do in a situation they never had to be in. Just count your blessings and be grateful you're not in that situation before you go saying what the next person should do. You don't know what you would do when your life was threatened. You don't know what you would do if you actually thought somebody was going to kill you in a moment. Now, if you want to speak from experience, we can do all of the speaking you want to do. But if you're not speaking from experience, you're just speaking from ignorance, and I no longer am interested. There's nothing you or I can gain from that conversation until people figure that out. The sad part is, we're only going to go but so far. It's a conversation that we need to have, but the people we need to have it with are not prepared to have it, and they're not equipped to have it. And that's how we end up here. 400 years watching my people be hung murdered executed and we ain't did a damn thing but be black when will it stop next week bitches your after dinner cuppa at the end of a long day strong one sugar and loads of oh no there's no milk left there is a better way We are MyMilkman.ie. We are local. We always deliver. Fresh milk and more to your door throughout Dublin. Never run out of milk again. Find your local milkman at MyMilkman.ie. Sign up now and save 10 euro. T's and C's apply. At Carphone Warehouse, we've got the best deals in town. Get massive savings on bill pay with brands like Samsung, iPhone, Huawei, and Google Pixel. Shop our range of smartwatches, fitness trackers, wireless headphones, and phone accessories. And we've got unbelievable prices on SIM-free and prepay phones. Shop online at carphonewarehouse.ie. People don't become successful by accident. You've got to know what you want. So take off your shoes. Sit down. Reach no further than your tablet. Type in Skoda and you've won. Smile about doing less while some other guy is doing loads. Yawn like you've never yawned before. Smile again about the offers from 0%. Then configure your perfect car and fill out the easy online finance application. It's never been easier to be successful. Finance provided by way of higher purchase agreement from Volkswagen Financial
1: Services Ireland and subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. Visit skoda.ie for further information. At Supervalue, we believe in low prices. Shop thousands of our low-price, own-brand products online at supervalue.ie and get them delivered straight to your door. Supervalue, Believe in low prices.